listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello, listeners. My name is Fox, and I'm an undergrad student studying wildlife education and captive wildlife. Today, I'd like to tell you a story I call Windows to Nature, which I hope will give you an interesting firsthand perspective into how important environmental education in urbanized spaces can be. You might be expecting a story about this amazing place I went hiking, or a time I almost died in the wilderness, or something like that. But to be honest with you, I don't have one of those. I grew up in an urban area, the suburbs near Philadelphia, and for much of my life, my closest view of the natural world was a line of trees separating my neighborhood from the shopping center next to it. A line of trees which is now gone, by the way, to make space for more stores in the shopping center. So how in the world did I end up all the way out here in Wisconsin, devoting myself to environmental education? I'll tell you. Our story begins in southern New Jersey, less than half an hour from downtown Philadelphia. I grew up in a small town that was really nothing more than a pit stop on the highway between Philadelphia and Atlantic City. When I was very young, young enough to hardly even remember, there was still farmland, occasional pastures where I'm told I would glue myself to the car window and marvel at the animals that roamed them. But year by year, more and more of these farms were bought and paved over as the area began to be excessively developed. There was one field that used to be huge, filled with horses, and nowadays, it's just a gigantic outlet mall. There's a single old oak tree that remains, just off to the side of a parking lot, as a testament to what once was. I watched these windows to nature fall one by one, and that drew me towards the ones that did remain. One of the areas that did sit untouched was a small recreational park about a five-minute drive from my house. There were trails, tennis courts, a playground, and, my favorite of all, a large rocky hillside topped with a thicket of trees. It was a small forest, but it was a forest nonetheless. There was a building on site that would host preschool during the school year, and then a nature-themed day camp for elementary schoolers during the summer. I was already inclined towards playing outdoors, though up until this point it was usually just in my little backyard. Attending nature camp was the obvious choice for me and attend nature camp I did. I can't remember if it was first or second grade when I enrolled, but I do know that I kept going back year after year up until my first year of middle school when I was then too old to attend. This camp was textbook environmental education. Each week we would cover a different topic in nature and each day do a different activity related to it. There were songs, games, crafts, live animal presentations, recycling contests, and most importantly, a daily opportunity for outdoor play in the park. We even got to go on small field trips or do special activities. A few I remember are seeing the movie Wally in theaters and even going swimming at the county pool. The opportunity to get outdoors and learn changed my life. 
I became adventurous, exploring every nook and cranny of the park's natural area, learning the name of every plant and critter I came across. I particularly loved insects, and I remember carrying around this huge net and pop-up mesh cage so that I could head over to the butterfly bushes and catch butterflies during our free playtime. I'd also find grasshoppers, centipedes, praying mantises, and pretty much, no matter what it was, I'd catch into my net, observe it, and let it go. I got so adept at bug catching that other kids started to follow me around to get a look at the things I was finding. And one day a reporter for the local paper came to do a feature on the camp and decided to use me as a highlight. I still remember proudly posing with a black swallowtail butterfly in my net. It was a good day. It might not seem like much compared to hiking the trails of a national park or camping way out in the wilderness, but it was all that I had. My family wasn't really too inclined towards outdoor recreation, and we didn't go on trips too often. What trips we did take were usually just to like reunions, parties, weddings, graduations, and things like that. However, with my growing love of nature, I was always fascinated by seeing new places and new scenery, even if I wasn't able to go out and immerse myself in it. Fast forwards a little ways in the future, and I'm about to graduate high school with no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea that majoring in an environmental field was even possible. Thankfully, I began doing volunteer work at a wildlife refuge I had once visited when I was younger. It was there I met other volunteers, many of them were already in college, and they informed me of potential majors and careers that I could pursue. For once, I felt hopeful and excited to attend college, when my indecision had previously led me to believe that if I attended, I would be resigning my life to something I didn't really feel passionate about. I became confident about the fact I wanted to study and work with wildlife and nature as a whole, which is what eventually led me to move to Wisconsin and attend UW-Stevens Point. It's here where I found my calling, and I have my childhood experiences to thank for nurturing my love for nature and ultimately leading me down this path. Not to mention, I feel so much happier finally living in a place where I'm surrounded by nature every day. I love what I'm doing, I love educating, and in particular, I love inspiring others. Every time I see a kid's face light up with what I call the spark, the moment of pure awe and fascination that shows you that whatever you're talking about is going to leave a lasting impression on them, I think back to my own childhood and the nature camp that was the spark for me. I don't know where I'd be today if I hadn't attended that camp. My experiences... My window to nature in the suffocating urban atmosphere were what helped me discover my passion and made me who I am today. I ask you, dear listener, to think about how over half the world's population lives in cities or otherwise heavily urbanized areas. That is over 4 billion people, and among those 4 billion people are certainly lots of kids just like I was. Kids who have no idea that a passion is lying undiscovered who would love being outdoors, but have little opportunity to do so, maybe even less than I had. Environmental education is extremely important when it comes to establishing and building these connections with nature, and doubly so in cities and urban environments. I'm lucky to have had my experience to awaken my passion, but there's lots of people out there who haven't had the chance. If you're an educator, or even if you live in a city and know someone, or maybe you even are someone who might benefit from an experience in nature, encourage the opportunity. You never know who you might inspire, and you never know whose life you might change. As for me, I'm happy to be paying forward what was so monumental in discovering who I am. 
There's no better fit for me than being an environmental educator, and I feel a sense of fulfillment when I think about how I become the type of person I once looked towards in awe. I hope to continue making lasting impressions on the audiences I teach, because if even one child can one day grow up and sight and experience in nature I help them achieve as life-changing, I'll be overjoyed. Thank you very much for listening. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways. Thank you.